Welcome to the Real Estate Secrets Podcast for healthcare professionals, hosted by Austin Hare and Nathan Palmer, who together have over two decades of real estate knowledge and investing. This show is about sharing lessons in commercial real estate that were learned from trial and error and working directly with CEOs of billion-dollar healthcare organizations. Our mission is to teach the insider strategies to everyday healthcare operators in order to get access to the best real estate at the best prices. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. We got my partner in here again today, Nathan Palmer. Today, we are continuing our season about the lease process, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons of the simple versus complicated ROIs and just go through how you could structure kind of putting together your, your LOI. So Nate, talk to us a little bit about what do we mean when we say simple versus a complicated LOI? Yeah, so I, I think the uh, I think the underlying theme with with kind of the entire concept is kind of the the saying in our business that time kills deals, right? And so T K A D, time kills all deals. <laughs> yeah. And so the the there are there are benefits and consequent uh, positive benefits and negative consequences to both simple LOIs and complicated LOIs, right? And and as as I refer to those terms, all I'm referring to a simple LOI may may address a dozen business points, and a complicated LOI may address those dozen business points, another five or ten business points plus maybe some of the kind of basic legal issues. And so you know I've seen LOIs as simple as like a page with a very basic outline of four or five items and I've seen LOIs as complicated as 10 or 12 pages that are basically half the lease and you got to work through it right so so you know thinking about a simple LOI you know the benefit is is time right you can get to agreement on fewer number of issues faster it's just a basic you know if there's 10 things that you and I have to agree about versus 30 things that you and I have to agree about the time it's going to take to agree to those issues should be faster right and the benefit of that is is you kind of hit this point when you complete an LOI and start working on a lease where both the landlord and tenant kind of hit this emotional um, commitment to make the deal happen, right? And obviously, if it drags out, if something happens, either party, until that lease is signed, can really do anything they want. But but there is that kind of show of good faith to get that first step accomplished by getting the LOI signed. So the benefit of a simple or LOI is that you get to that point sooner, right? So your your opportunity to kind of secure the space increases, right? Because at that point, then the landlord's going to spend money to have his attorney draft a lease. Everybody's going to be spending money on kind of lease diligence items. Um, and so everybody's kind of committed, at least emotionally, not legally yet, but at least emotionally to seeing it through. So what, and then what about cons? Like what would be? Yeah. So the negative side is there are just a lot of things you still have to work out. So you hit a point where you complete the LOI and that kind of dictates spending on both parties side. And and especially on the tenant side, you know, we're going to have our same attorney expense to reviewing the lease similar to the landlord's got, but we're also going to have expense in having contractors, architects go through the space, kind of design what we want, depending on the center, you know, whether it's new construction or just a a fit out or some kind of redevelopment. So, so you start spending money, right? So, so you're the simpler it is, you know, you're start spending money sooner, right? And so that's an exposure point, right? You also leave a number of items that may be significant roadblocks to agreeing to a deal, kind of left open ended for ultimately the attorneys to work out, right? And so, um, 
and obviously, you know, everybody, we, we rely heavily in our business on good attorneys. Um, but obviously they're financially awarded and compensated for more time. Right. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, so a, it's a little bit of an inverse ratio there where they are there to protect us and our clients, but they're also very financially ironic. compensated based on the longer it takes to get it done and the more that they've ultimately got to work through. So, so largely you will see the more sophisticated the tenant or operator, the more complicated their LOI is, right? Because they want to address a lot of issues early on to make sure they don't get into that lease diligence phase and hit a point where there's just not agreement between the parties and they ultimately haven't walked away. And you know, at that point have exposure to spending some money. So the benefits, so to kind of transition to the benefits of a complicated LOI, or that you really are able to address largely most of the items in a lease. Mm. Um, so you're going to address many more of the legal items, just many more of the kind of the detail-oriented, maybe some default items, maybe some um, kind of occupancy or threshold, uh, just a whole bunch of different items that just are beyond a five-year lease, the amount I'm going to pay in rent, the amount of build-out time you're going to give me, and the amount of money you're going to give me towards maybe my construction or however you're going to deliver the space, right? So if you look at it in its most basic context to its most complicated context, that's what you have. So so the positive is once you get to that point on a complicated LOI, you know, you've you've basically got to a point where both parties are, are in, in significant agreement on 95 plus percent of the total terms, right? So what the attorneys have left to adopt and incorporate are very small. Yes. So the that- negative to those is they take a lot of time. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that's your exposure point is again, from what I referenced earlier, you and I coming to agreement on 30 items is going to take longer than you and I come into agreement on 10 items. Right. And so, you know, the ability to ultimately get that done just leaves more opportunity for another tenant or prospect to approach the landlord about potentially leasing the space and having maybe a, a lower path of resistance to getting a, a project done. Yeah, so, and that makes sense. Um, and let's talk about briefly, you know, uh, uh, we want to try and keep this podcast a little bit shorter than normal today, but what would be a real world example of when you would use a simple LOI versus a complicated LOI? Yeah, I, well, I don't know if there's a time where you use it, a time where you don't. It's really more of, um, it's more of the operator strategy, you know, so a lot of our more institutional-based clients We'll have a more complicated LOI that's going to address a lot of the legal related components so that they know there's not going to be any significant hurdles once it gets to that legal phase. Um, but, um, but there are many instances where, uh, especially if we're competing for a space, um, and we know that, and, and typically our clients being a little healthcare oriented, you know, we're competing with Chipotle or Starbucks or somebody like that for these kind of prime retail spaces and and obviously you know historically we've never been anyone's first choice right you know healthcare provides great stability but we're just not a sexy user in a retail building right so so the other benefit of of simple LOIs in that context is you know trying to get to that kind of goal line faster that point of agreement faster so that you know uh, somebody else competing with the space so yeah, it's somewhat related. Surface. It's somewhat related to how much leverage you have. If it's a super high in demand 
you know, A-plus retail plaza, you're probably going to have to send out a simple one to get the ball rolling. But if it's if there's less people competing, and especially if you're a sophisticated organization, you've done multiple LOIs, you've probably refined that process a little bit, then you've got a little bit more leverage. you got the ball in your court a little bit more, and you can afford, like, a complicated LOI just before you even waste your time. Yeah, and I would say, I would say, you know, we primarily address it from the tenant side, but I would say the same thing exists on the landlord side, right? You know, if you're going to have, whether you're looking at an LOI or a lease document from a landlord, you know, the kind of the smaller they are as an organization, usually the simpler that will be, right? Compared to some of your big REITs who have thousands of real estate holdings, have had thousands of leases, have had every problem imaginable surface throughout the time they've been a landlord, their lease might be 70 to 100 pages when it's all said and done because they address every every weird possibility that could ever happen, right? Compared to a a smaller local landlord who's just not not concerned about a lot of that. So so it exists on the same, you know, we, we primarily address it on the tenant front, but it exists, you know, largely similarly on the on the landlord front. But usually it's a tenant who drives uh, the LOI process and so usually it's up to us to kinda dictate. I will say, you know, because um, you know we, I guess we largely promote more complicated LOIs just to get a lot of things addressed earlier on, right? And we have to kind of work with our clients to kind of work through all the exactly what we're going to offer on each. But the other the other benefit to that that I maybe didn't address is you are kind of then thought by the landlord as a more competent tenant, right? So uh, it's a good demonstration. You put a lot of thought into it. You care about a lot of these issues um, and usually if you're a, a group with a complicated LOI um, you're gonna have the financials that are highly desirable to a landlord from a credit standpoint so so you do have those positive attributes that usually kind of coincide with with a more complicated uh, proposal awesome so hopefully that sheds some clarification for everyone listening this wraps up our season, our, our sessions where we talk about the lease process. Earlier we talked about what is the lease process, just an overview. Uh, we also talked about site selection. We had a whole podcast about that. Then with the components of an LOI. And then we specified further, and we had a whole episode on just the economic components of an LOI. And this wraps up just the pros and cons of simple versus complicated. So go check those out um, if you guys miss it and if you still want more clarification on the lease process. And uh, we hope this has been helpful and beneficial, and we'll talk to you next time. If you need help finding the perfect location for your practice or you're ready to invest in commercial real estate, email us podcast at leadersre.com. That's podcast at leadersre, R-E as in realestate.com. Or go to leadersre.com and fill out our form. See you next time.